is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline, and we are back with part three of the meal series, um, talking about imperfect eating, how to figure out how to eat for yourself, um, steal, <laughs> steal what has worked for me, figure out what will actually work for you. And that brings us to a really good place. Today, we're going to be talking about defining your values. Um, this is where you'll see my approach definitely takes more of a life coach um, perspective, rather than a hardcore um, nutrition perspective or something that you might see a registered dietitian or personal trainer or a nutritionist talk about. Um, I know in the past that when I had worked with people, it was really just about the food. It was about the food and making your body as small as it could be um, and being hyper obsessive over food and hyper obsessive over ingredients or calories or macros or portions, like really hyper obsessive. And I got to a point where I was like, why are you doing this? Like, what is the point of all of this? And it was at that point where I was like, I really had to dive in and figure out like, Jacqueline, what is important to you, right? Like you you keep following things that everyone else is doing and it, it does not work for you. What is important to you? And so... I had to define what was important to me. And I think that this is something that a lot of us never do. We never do this. Or maybe we do it when we're like 18, when you're like graduating high school or you're about to go off to college or about to start your first job. We do it like way back when. And it's like you're living this life plan according to something that you planned when you were 18 and you had no idea how the world even worked, right? Um, and so when I'm talking about defining your values, this is something what we're going to go through today. This is something I highly recommend you do for so many areas of your life. This is not just about food. Um, you'll notice, uh, these questions and this approach, you can use it to figure out your values when it comes to your sleep, when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to your relationship with alcohol, your relationship with spending money, your relationship with social media, with Netflix, with your news consumption, with your media consumption. Um, I I don't think that we ever take the time to define what's important to us. And we just kind of go with the flow, just do what everyone else is doing. Um, And and we, we just don't take that time. So I highly recommend slowing down, taking time to figure out your values, to figure out what's important to you and not just, not just, um, follow how I eat blindly because then it becomes another diet. Then doing the five P's, like quotes, doing the five P's, it becomes a just another diet that you are going to fall off and you are going to stop doing because it's, it's just a meal plan. Um, in the, the little four quadrants of uh, the, um, the habits, the, oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? The little four quadrants from Atomic Habits where it's like how to start a habit or how to keep going with a habit. The five P's is that third quadrant. It is my easy steps. Um, for, for eating healthy, but like, if you don't figure out the other stuff in those quadrants, then it just becomes another diet. So how do we define our values? We, we really want to figure out what's important to you when it comes to food, when it comes to eating, when it comes to your body, what's important to you and why we want to do this is going to help you know, if what you're doing day to day, it's turning out how you actually want it to turn out. Okay. Um, 
And then using that data, like, oh man, this is not turning out how I want it to turn out. Using that data at the end of the day, like, okay, cool. Then if it's not turning out how I want it to turn out, I need to reflect on what am I doing day to day? Do I need to change that? Or do I need to change my values? Do I need to, I keep saying this is important to me, but maybe it's not all that important to me. And that's, that's kind of what I got to. I realized, um, you know, you, Jacqueline, you keep saying that being a size two is important to you. You keep saying that that's important to you, but your actions during the day are not supporting that that is actually important to you. So maybe that's not actually important to you. What does being a size two get you? Like <laughs> nothing. There's nothing that me being a size two will get me. It, it will not get me further in life. It will not make me healthier. Um, where I'm at with my body is kind of how I've been, like I lost maybe like 20, 25 pounds several years ago. And how I'm at right now is kind of just how I've been the last five years. And it's like, wait, like I'm able to like live life and I'm healthy and I'm active and I'm not obsessive over food. Maybe where my body is right now is just like the easiest and the most, this is like the healthiest and happiest way that my body can be. So I had to let go of that idea of being a size two that and it was no longer important to me. It wouldn't get me anything. I'm probably around, I usually wear like a size medium pants and a size medium or small shirt. And then like probably like a size six, eight, sometimes a size 10 pants. Um, and again, what will being a size two get me? Nothing. It will not get me anything else in life. Um, I used to be like a size 12, sometimes a size 14. I know that what I was doing, my actions with food was not healthy. It was not like just eating processed food constantly and coming home and having packages of cookie dough because I'm so stressed out about my day. That needed to stop. That was not helping me. But also like that meant I actually had to change some things. Like why, why was I stressed eating all the time? I was unhappy with my life. Okay, cool. So it wasn't actually about the food. It was about what was happening in my life. So taking this life coach perspective might help you open up some other things happening in your life. Again, sometimes people don't want to do this because they just, just, I just want to just give me the 1200 calorie plan. Like, please, please just help me, help me be skinny. But it's like, what does being skinny, quote, being skinny, what is that going to get you in life? And is that actually the life that you want to live? Is that actually important to you? I don't know. Let's see. Okay. So one day I sat down and I wrote out like, what's important to me when it comes to eating, when it comes to my meals, when it comes to food, what is important to me? And this really, um, I mean, this is the, the pain pleasure thing. I was so sick and tired of being in a food coma at, after eating a meal. I hate brain fog. I hate just feeling tired at the end of the meal. I hate having a stomach ache. So that was the pain that I wanted to get away from. It's important to me when I eat, it is important that my meals energize me. Um, you know, if you go to other countries, the back of their food, I, I remember I saw this in Thailand and I think I've seen it in Mexico as well, but Instead of saying calories on the back, on the nutrition label, it says units of energy. Calories are units of energy. Food, when we eat, it's energy. I want to feel energized after eating a meal. I want that to be something that I do to give my body energy. I don't want to feel like I'm in a food coma. It doesn't feel good. So I want to move away from that pain. I want to move towards this pleasure. Um, I was so sick and tired of food adding a lot of stress 
to my day. So the times that I was tracking calories, that's very stressful to be on my fitness pal. The times that I had to put stuff into little containers, that was very stressful for me. The times that I had to hyper obsess over the ingredients on the back of a container. And I, it would take like an hour to go grocery shopping because I had to look at the back of everything. Or you just get to the point where you're like, well, I'm not allowed to eat any of those things. These are my only foods, like a very narrow, very short list of foods that you're allowed to eat. Um, and being if having a, a long list of fear foods, I wanted to get rid of that stress. I no longer wanted that in my life. I wanted to move away from that pain and I wanted peace. I wanted to add peace in my day. I wanted eating to just be, again, I wanted it to be something that energizes me and I wanted to just be peaceful. I can go to the grocery store and it's not a big stressful thing. I can put something on my plate and it's not a big stressful thing. It's peaceful. I can go to my parents' house and there's peace. There's not a ton of stress and anxiety. I wanted to move away from that pain and move closer towards this pleasure. That was important to me. Based on my experience with food, my background with food, that was important to me for food to energize me and to add peace to my day. Um, the pain I wanted to move away from, continuously searching. So there were other times that maybe I was tracking calories or I wasn't allowed to eat this food um, uh, this food group, and I would still feel hungry at the end of the meal, and I would be up like in the cabinets looking for more food to eat, wanting to eat more because I wasn't satisfied by the meal. Also co- constantly thinking about food. I wanted to get rid of of that. That was the pain I wanted to move away from. Constantly searching, constantly thinking about food. Uh, The thing that was important to me, the pleasure I wanted to move towards, I wanted to feel satisfied. I wanted my body to feel satisfied at the end of the meal. So that meant like having, you know, like uh, a good assortment of uh, macronutrients, carbs, fat, and protein, a good assortment of that. And then also um, I wanted to just, that's the end of the meal. I'm not thinking about food anymore because I have other things on my plate. Again, more life coachy things. What's my purpose on this planet? It's not to be obsessive over food. There's other things that I need to get to. I cannot waste my time thinking about food. And I think this is very important for us as women, for us as women to really think about this question because you were not put on this planet to obsess over food. And a lot of the pressure that we have about food, guys don't necessarily have. And yes, sure, there, you know, there's obviously exceptions, but it's like, you cannot be obsessive over food and create amazing things on this planet. Um, if you can just automate how you eat, that frees up the time and energy and space to go create and do amazing things. Okay. So I wanted to feel satisfied. I wanted to be like, cool, that's the end of the meal. I'm going to go create something that's actually important to me and has purpose. Um, I wanted to move away from the pain, the mindless consumption. So I talked about, I would, um, leave when I was a teacher, I would like get in my car and like, just, uh, stress eat French fries on my way home. And then like, we would eat pizza and it was just like mindless consumption or we would eat cookie dough. And it was just like, oh my gosh, like, I don't even taste this. This doesn't even taste good. Like I I don't even taste this thing anymore. Actually, my tongue hurts from the amount of sugar that I'm eating. Like I just wanted to get away from that mindless consumption. And it was important to me, my values, it is important to me. When I eat food, I actually experience the food that I'm eating. I actually, so one of the ways I do that, right? I put food on a plate. I'm going to look and see what am I eating? If I'm going to eat a cookie, 
I'm going to eat that cookie and I'm going to taste the chocolate. I'm going to taste the sugar and I'm going to notice the, um, how it crumbles. I'm going to notice if it's smooth, whatever, whatever food that I'm eating, I want it to be something that I experience. I want to experience life. I don't want life to be this mindless consumption. This like, oh my gosh, what, what just even happened? I was in this trance. I didn't even know what happened. I, I don't want that anymore. So if I am going to eat food or really anything, I'm going to experience it. Um, so one day, it's so funny, I like wrote out these things that was important to me. And then I noticed that the E-A-S-E, it wasn't, it wasn't in this order, but like, I arranged it again. And I was like, ease. Um, so let me say that again. So the the words energized, add peace. So E-A, satisfied, S, experience it. E-A-S-E, ease. So I want to eat with ease. And that really does, like, that's important to me. It is important to me to eat with ease. It is important to me to have ease in my day. As someone who has, um, and I don't eat, it's so weird. Someone who has struggled with anxiety for decades of my life, it is important for me to have ease in my day. And because I have rearranged my life and set things up in this way, I no longer have that debilitating anxiety that I used to have. It's like, it's this weird thing where I'm like, oh, as someone who struggled. And it's like, I don't know that I really struggle with anxiety anymore. Yes, sure. Anxiety pops up for all of us. It's a natural, it's a, it's something that everyone has, but it's no longer debilitating. It is no longer um, my number one characteristic. It's not my like identifying characteristic. I I don't, it it would have been something that maybe my parents would have said about me years ago, but it's not really something that that's not me anymore. That was, that was my old self. This is my, my aspirational self is now just who I am. Right. Um, but really figuring out my relationship with food has helped me be that person. This, um, the author Janine Roth says like your relation, you can see your relationship with food in the way that you approach other things in life. And it's so true. I have ease in my day because I took the time to define what is important to me when it comes to my eating. So when I go up to a meal, like, okay, it's a couple hours, I'm going to go downstairs for lunch. I'm going to go up to the fridge and I'm going to, you know, decide what to put on my plate. You know, we have junk food in the house. We have Cheetos, we have peanut butter Cheetos, Mambos, we have crackers, we have pretzels, we have uh, tortilla chips. Um, yesterday was the Super Bowl. My whole, my husband got ingredients to make nachos. All of those ingredients are in the house. They're not not in the house. They're in the house. But when I go downstairs to make my lunch, I want to feel energized. I want to add peace. I want to feel satisfied, and I want to experience the meal that I'm going to eat. So when I go downstairs to make that meal. I'm not making a plate of nachos, right? If I make the plate of nachos, I'm going to feel hungry right away. Um, It's going to be stressful because I'm going to feel bad about it. Um, If I eat too much, I'll be in a food coma. I'll definitely be continuously searching. There's no way that the nachos are going to keep me full long. Um, I can mindfully consume nachos, but like it's having nachos for lunch is not going to fulfill the, the things that are important to me. So these values, like these things that I want to move towards, that's important to me. When I go downstairs to make my meal, that's my time to say like, yeah, this is important to you. You said that this is important to you. Here's your action. Like go do this action and prove to yourself that this is important to you and be that person right now. I think so many people, they are, they wait 
I've had this conversation over and over and over again with people. Um, they're waiting for that magical day that they're just going to like buckle down and do that plan. I'm like, how long have you been waiting? How long have you been waiting to go from A to Z? It hasn't happened. It really, really hasn't happened yet, has it? Um, maybe you're not going to be that person that is able to do a whole 30. And that has nothing to do with if you're hardcore enough, like maybe you just need to make food easy. Maybe you need to have ease in your day so that you can go do the things that are actually important to you in life. Um, I would suggest going through these questions and defining for yourself, because this is the work that I had to do for me. I want you to actually do this work again. Don't just, don't just like blindly follow what someone else is, is doing or has done. You need to figure out what's important to you by all means, steal, steal, borrow, whatever, what, what I've created for myself. I think that these are pretty good values. Um, and you're like, oh, that, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, I do mindlessly consume food and it doesn't help me feel good. You know, it is important to me that I'm spending my money on this food. I want to actually experience it, right? Go through and decide what's important to you. When you're eating the meal, what's important to you? When you're preparing the meal, what's important to you? At the end of the meal, after the meal, what is important to you? And if you define what's important to you, that's going to help you define the actions that you need to take when it comes to your eating. And then when you're up to bat, <laughs> when you're about to go eat that meal, you reflect back on like, oh yeah, that's what I said is important to me. So those are the actions that I'm going to take. I'm not just going to, you know, peace out. I'm not doing it today. It's like, no, this is important to me. I'm going to, I'm going to go do that thing. Um, again, I would suggest using these questions to define, um, to help you define your relationship and what's important to you when it comes to your use of social media. This is something that I had to do with my use of social media. It got out of hand um, a couple years ago. I needed to figure out what was important to me and defining what was important to me helped me figure out the actions that I wanted to take when it came to social media and my consumption. It's so interesting, but it, like I would say, yeah, like I want like <laughs> all of these things. When I consume the news, when I consume social media, when I, anything that I do, all of those things, when I consume alcohol, when I spend money, I want it to be this thing that actually feels good and does it, it doesn't make me feel gross. And that's, I mean, <laughs> that's what this here, I, I used to talk a lot about eating with ease, but it kind of boiled down to, I want to feel good, not gross. Like that's really what this is. I want to feel good, not gross during, and I want to feel good, not gross after. So I hope that you, I hope that this was helpful. Take what is going to work for you, but I highly, highly, highly suggest <laughs> take the 10 minutes. Like this will take you 10, 15, 20 minutes. Take this time and go through and define what is important to you. If you do not do that and you continue to try to blindly follow someone else's way of eating, it's not going to work because you you haven't figured out what's important to you. They figured out what's important to them. And that's the thing. Like, it might be important to someone that they are a size two. That might be something very, very important to them. So them, you know, carefully tracking macros and carefully logging the, you know, every bite that they eat into my fitness pal, maybe that is important to them. You know, um, maybe those actions support that thing that's important to them. But if you're like, wait, that's not important to me. Why am I doing this? You got to take the time to figure out what's important to you. Those are my tips. I will see you in the next one. Take care. Bye.